Hello and welcome to the special episode of the Monaco Weekly. I'm Fernando Augusto Pacheco and for today's show, I speak with Argentina's first female winemaker, Susana Balbo. Her winery, located in Agrello, at the foothills of the Andes Mountains of Mendoza, was founded in 1999. She stopped by a Midori house to discuss wine and her hotels too. Susana Balbo, welcome to Monaco Radio. A pleasure to have you here because I know you're a legend of Argentinian winemaking as well. But first of all, I want to know, tell me your beginnings. When did you start becoming interested in wine, actually? Because I know you're the first Argentinian female winemaker. That's amazing. Well, thank you for having me today and to have the opportunity to talk a little bit about my long story. Um, in fact, uh, I study enologists because when was the moment to go to college, to university, uh, the military took over the government and was very dark moments in Argentina uh, country, in the, in the politicians' situation. And I wanted to study physics in, in Instituto Balseiro in southern Argentina, in Bariloche but was under the army management, and my parents didn't allow me to go. I, I was only 17 years old. So in that way, I was looking for something that fulfilled my requirement for career because I really love chemistry, biology. I love uh, physics, mathematics are very easy task for me, and also to be in contact, in contact with the nature. Uh, I was very curious about physics because we are energy, so that is why I wanted to study that. So I, I, I approached the Enologies uh, University, and really I liked the program, and with the dream that maybe in three years, when I was 20 or 21, I was able to go further in my career studying something in deeper the, the physics. However, the military government stood, uh, was in the government for eight years, so impossible to do that. And I graduated uh, at the university with a lot of passion about the way making because I have wonderful teachers, wonderful. And I fell in love with the career. It's very good, very suitable for women because you are able to, to have your family, to have your job, to pour your creativeness. So I'm glad that uh, God put, put in my way this career because uh, I devote my life to that. Amazing. You're quite successful at it as well. And tell us more about, about your wines and when did you actually launch your own kind of brand, winery? I know you're, you were born in Mendoza and I think that's still more or less where you're based, right? Yes. Well, I born in Mendoza. However, in Mendoza, I didn't have a, an option to have a job because I was a woman and female, and they offer only uh, love uh, working. And I already know the, in that moment, I really knew in that moment the love working. I was, was boring and very routine uh, uh, daily, so I decided not to take uh, this kind of uh, work because I, I was afraid to, to lose another opportunity in, the, in a better position. 
And a few months after, uh, four or five months after, I was working in, in meanwhile with my parents in a fabric of tablecloths and linens, uh, working with them to have my job, one job. And then uh, it was an advertising newspaper asking for a winemaker for northern Argentina, for Salta. This is 1,000 miles from my house. So I answered the, the requirement. I didn't fulfill the requirement, I must recognize, because they were asking for four years' experience and I was just graduated. I, I graduated in June 1981 and I got the job in November. So it was just a few months after graduation. And I moved to Salta. Uh, working over there, and for me was the second university, the University of the Experience, exploring the the limits you have in your creativeness to do something, because it's very isolated place, more than nowadays, 42 years ago, and I didn't have much resources, so I left my comfort zone in Mendoza to face a lot of new challenge, and I didn't know if I was prepared for that. But I did. I did. I was prepared because uh, I was. Uh, I managed how to solve problem with very limited uh, resources. I always make one example that uh, give uh, to the people the picture what what I was living in Cafayate. The the fuel for cars were alcohol. And that produced in the distribution system some problems. And always my car was stopping for the distribution system. But every time I was going to the fitting place, they did in five minutes, ten minutes. And I, I, I told to them, please teach me how to do that. Mm. And I want to do myself because sometimes in the middle of the mountains, my car stopped. And I, and I learned how to fit my car and, and I learned how to to feed uh, pumps in the winery. So you explore uh, talents you don't know you have. When you are in your comfort zone, you call to, okay, I need a, a fitting for that, or I need uh, somewhere, uh, some, somebody who, who can do uh, something for electricity. And also I was repairing electricity stuff, everything. So you learn a lot. Um, and you become a person full of different skills that among your life is very useful. And I think uh, that prepared me, these 10 years I was in Cafayate, prepared me for the future I had after. That's amazing. And, and what a future, because besides, of course, the winery, you are involved in hospitality as well. I think that's a big part. And, and, and I want to know, when did, when did you realize that? Because wine, I know wine tourism in Argentina is quite, it's quite important, actually, for the, for the country's kind of hospitality scene, right? Yes. When I come back to Mendoza to work, um, I established a, a first uh, winery and I failed because it was focused in domestic market. Mm. And you know, Argentina always we are in the news for the economy problem. <laughs> and in that moment, I faced the hyperinflation. I was a victim of a scam, and really was very tough moments. And I decided to to travel all over the world to see what is going on in the wine industry, what happens in other countries that we don't have in Argentina. And I started bringing into Argentina. 
new technologies, new procedures, new things for new stuff for wineries, and being one of the protagonists of the winemaking in Argentina wine industry, and also in the management, how to manage the wines and the winery and the vineyard and everything. And as, as well, I realized the tourism was very important uh, task for wineries. In, for instance, in Italy, in, in Napa, in South Africa, everywhere people were developing very slowly because I'm talking about the 90s, mm -hmm. where the wine tourism was mild uh, regarding what is today. So I had in my in my in my mind something that. I could feel, fulfill in the future, but not in the in the moment I settled my company. When I established my, my second company in 1999, that was a successful one, and only focused in export, for me it was very natural to approach and to do something for tourism because we receive a lot of foreigners, a lot of people that want to visit Mendoza, to be exposed to Argentina wines and to see what is going on. And I realized we didn't have a very high-end hotels in Argentina. We have, In Mendoza, we have a five-star hotel, but it's big ones without the charming that the very small boutique hotel where you feel you are at your home, and you are nurtured for people that really look after you, and they know your name, they know what you like, and they anticipate you and what you are going to need. And under this idea, under this philosophy, the luxury um, offer of a high-quality stay with my daughter, we invested in one house I already had, with very big garden, beautiful garden, with 6,000 square meters of uh, garden, nice. very mature garden, and we built very very small boutique hotel, seven suites, and every suite is a spa. So the suite has a sauna, has a humid sauna, tube, uh, it's amazing, and it's uh, with... Uh, also, with, uh, we did, uh, we have uh, art curation with a local artists or Argentinian artist, artists, very well known and very good ones. So it's a, it's a great experience. Uh, we are in, in the hotel, it's not just a lodging, it's, ex, it's an experience itself and very fine dining. Um, so we, we opened one year ago and we are having great success. So we are very happy what we did, and we are planning the second one now. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. I know, of course, you don't know all the information, but yeah, it's great news that you're planning to expand. Clearly something worked, right? Yes. Um, the, the, the first hotel is situated in a very small town called Chakra de Coria. Mm -hmm. uh, it's in the heart of Chakra de Coria with uh, a lot of movement, restaurant, but it's a very peaceful place. It's very quiet and beautiful, but you are uh, walking distance for more restaurants or art exposition and everything. The new one is going to be in the middle of the mountains. In very special vineyard we are developing, um, is uh, organic and biodynamic, and also we are replanting native varieties of uh, different flowers and plants in order to 
change the environment and to have more butterflies going, birds and everything, because we want to have something very, very special. So more than half of the land is just dedicated to the landscape and to create a very beautiful nature. And in the middle of the vineyard, in front of the mountain, is going to be 14 uh, rooms, uh, hotel with a spa as well but it's a 1,600 meters above sea level with the Andes mountains in front of you wow. a beautiful landscape with snow in winter it's a beautiful place really it's amazing unique. and I just I want to go back to, to your wines I mean you mentioned that it feels to me that it's quite export led right so I know you, you have presence in Asia in Europe Uh, is it still the case or do you do you also have some sort of domestic market for, for your wine? Because, of course, we hear the news that Argentina has a special kind of uh, dollar rate for wine producers. But, you know, that's what we hear. But how is your wine doing at the moment? Are you are you having are you trying to have some deals in other countries? Uh, I'm just curious if you could give us an update. Yeah, well, my first uh, container loaded from my winery was to here, to London. Amazing. So I'm very grateful with the British market because UK people always, always uh, has been very keen with my wines. I'm very happy. I, I came here pretty often and I had a great result here. And that encouraged me to approach other markets because... Your people is the most demanding in the world regarding wines. Is an explorer. They like. A, they are very well educated about wines. They consume wines on a regular basis. So when you have success in London, you are ready to approach any other market in the world. So for me, it was fantastic sign to be successful here since the very beginning. And it encouraged me to, to approach the United States as a second market. Then I open other markets in Europe. Then I open Brazil. Then I open Asian markets. And we are in 34 markets right now. And nowadays, Argentina is facing some difficulties because uh, the exchange rate, we really, the real exchange rate we receive is 50% of the, re the market value. And the problem is uh, we are uh, losing our uh, competitiveness against other countries that has more stable economy. For instance, our neighbor, Chile, mm -hmm. they only have 7% inflation per year. And we this year we are going to have 130%. And for 2024, the, the economies are forecasting more than 150% of inflation. So it's very difficult to survive in that environment. So I'm, I'm really grateful to have a foreign countries open because my expectation is in one moment uh, the dollar is going to be in the real currency and to bring back the profitability and to be able to still keep uh, the job for all the people because I, I feel we are very um, sustainable company and we embrace the sustainability procedures and among them is to look after your workers. Your workers is the main capital of the company. You can have the best technology, but if you don't have the best people, you cannot do nothing. So part of my success is been building beautiful teams 
and beautiful, very compromised people with the quality, with the details. And I really love them as my my kids or my brother or sisters because there is some people in my same age, but most of the people is at the age of my kids. And my two kids are working with me. And we are very aware about that. And when we have, a, we face economical difficulties in Argentina, we are worried about the sustainability of the job of the people. During the pandemic, we didn't fire any, any person. We reinvent uh, all the jobs and everything, but everybody was getting their salary, their payment, without the government um, helping because we didn't want to receive uh, government help on that. So today uh, we are... Um, I call in economy of a war. And so diminishing all the expenditure in something that is not about the quality of the wine, about to be the best services ever for our customers, and uh, delaying some investments until it changed the wave in Argentina. Um, because it's the only, it's, it's the, I think it's the second biggest inflation in the world. Mm -hmm. So... Um, the economy of war, that's interesting, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> this is what I'm doing. Yeah. Because, you know, we the Argentinians are survivors. Mm. We are survivors. Uh, I survived two hyperinflations. I I crossed so many difficulties. So doesn't scare me, the situation. Just uh, aware me about what to do and plan the future in advance in order to be sure all the people is going to get their salary and payment on time and trying to to follow the inflation in the actualization of the salary. We are improving the salary every two months to the people in order to have people getting the payment that they don't lose their their capacity mm -hmm. to to have their income in the best situation as possible. And Susan, I just want to ask as well because you, you were telling me you also have some Safari. I, 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 tell me more. You're, you're a woman of many talents, I have to say. <laughs> uh, tell us more about that part of the business. Well, uh, talking about luxury travels, uh, I've seen in South Africa air safaris. Um, very nice. I did uh, by truck, not in air, but the truck sometimes bother a lot the animals and everything. So... I approached the idea to have air safari, but not uh, because in Argentina no, we don't have the jungle and the the nature that uh, South Africa have or Africa, but we have uh, beautiful lakes all over the mountains, all over the uh, Cordillera de los Andes. You know, Cordillera de los Andes lasts for 4,000 kilometers in Argentina, in the west of Argentina. And we have the highest peak in America and one of the highest in the world, which is the Aconcagua. And also we have 7,000 meters above sea level. And also we have in Catamarca, uh, it's called, the place is called the 6,000 because are the more quantity of volcans above the sea level at 6,000 meters and higher. All the, the biggest volcans are under, under the sea. Over the sea, the concentration of vulcan is in Mendoza and Chile uh, borders, and they are all together, and we are able to fly among the vulcans and seeing the, the, sal the, 
the salaris, salaris, I don't know in English, the, but the place where they produce sal, salt, yeah. uh, lithium, where produce lithium, and we can see everything. We can see the wild llamas or the wild um, uh, camels. It's amazing. It's something amazing because we are able to fly at 800 meters and overseeing everything, or we can go crossing the Cordillera de los Andes because the plane is a water um, water plane or amphibious, uh, able to land in in the water, and also is um, uh, is able to cross the Cordillera de los Andes. So it's um, the last uh, technology. A plane for eight people, luxury one, and um, the water landing in in the lakes in Argentina is amazing, absolutely amazing. We can approach the the hotel or the lodge by water. For instance, we have a friend called Francis Malman that is very well known all over the world, and he has a beautiful uh, island in southern Argentina in Lago Pla La Plata. And we bring uh, his customers uh, with our uh, water plane and we leave them just in front of the hotel. If they don't do with our plane, it's the only one in South America, they need to have six hours by truck and three hours by boat. Oh, wow. And we, we do in 40 minutes with our plane. So it's amazing because people is coming from different parts of the world and doing the safaris to air safaris above the biggest glaciers in, in southern Argentina. You know, in between Chile and Argentina, we have one, one of the biggest resources in glaciers in the world. Um, you can see, like, touching. It's amazing. It's an amazing experience. Uh, so I invested in that uh, to... To have with the hotel uh, a fulfilled experience, so something that uh, one person can go to enjoy the hotel in Chakras de Coria, do air safari, and then coming back and spend some time in the mountain, in the other hotel, visiting other wineries, full experience of um, Argentina. Perfecto. Uh, Susana, thank you so much. Muchas gracias. Thank you very much. Oh, pleasure, pleasure talking to you. My pleasure. That was Argentinian winemaker Susana Balbo. The show was edited by Steph Chungo and I am Fernando Augusto Pacheco. <laughs>